In some Santamata and Radhaswami circles, Jesus Christ is seen not as a unique incarnation of God, but rather as an enlightened master who spoke of finding the truth within and not in outer rituals or ceremonies. In this view, Jesus was an archetypal yogi or mystic. Shabad Yoga Studies Editor's Introduction The following interview excerpted from the Denmark Journal Update is unique in many ways. The late Maharaj Charan Singh of Radhaswami Satsang Bayas was a highly revered spiritual leader in India who felt that the essential teachings of Jesus Christ were misinterpreted by the present-day orthodoxy. Instead of looking for God within, he argued, they looked for God without. Instead of seeing the human body as a temple of the living God, they built great edifices with elaborate altars. Instead of viewing Jesus as one of a number of great godmen, they made him and his teachings historically exclusive, ostracizing in the process all other great spiritual figures and their respective paths. On the other hand, the update group of Christians who had gathered for a fact-finding mission on religion in India were biblical fundamentalists, more or less, who felt that Eastern mysticism and the like had diseased much of Western culture with pseudo-gurus and regressive meditation techniques. What we have here, then, are two views of spirituality, or more precisely, two views of the teachings of Jesus Christ. One that is Gnostic, radical, and essentially mystical. The other that is literal, orthodox, and essentially biblical. The basis for this dialogue is a bit skewed, though, since the Christians are using their text, a text which, as history has demonstrated, went through a number of political contests and revisions before achieving its present-day status. Nevertheless, Charan Singh feels that the New Testament still contains key elements of Christ's teachings, teachings which he asserts dovetail with the findings of other great spiritual leaders, like Rumi, Kabir, and Nanak. The update Christian group, in contrast, does not see Jesus' teachings as part of the perennial wisdom of mankind but rather as a singularly unique revelation in the universe about man's relationship with God. As such, Jesus is not simply a mystic among other mystics. He is, to them, the only Son of God. The reader may at first think that this is a relatively new debate, belonging to the 20th century, where the dividing lines between science and religion have now been clearly drawn. But that would be an inaccurate inference. For this debate between inner and outer authority between mysticism and orthodoxy, between living masters and dead prophets, has been with us since the beginnings of religious culture. And it was certainly in full bloom during and after the time of Christ. In terms of political history, of course, the literalists won in championing their view that Jesus Christ was the Messiah for all of mankind, and that he, as the Son of God, conquered death by bodily resurrecting on the third day. The Gnostic view, which included the concept that Jesus spiritually, but not bodily, rose from the dead, was suppressed in the early Christian church for its mystical heresy, despite the fact that the gospel accounts themselves present contradictory evidence of the question of Jesus' resurrection. So some twenty centuries later, in the midst of the greatest technological revolution known to humankind, we are still having the same debate over a figure that is arguably the most influential person in history. Will we solve the riddle? No, not to anyone's universal satisfaction, but at least the following dialogue clarifies the key issues distinguishing the two major views of Jesus Christ.